Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is The Joe Martino Show. And today we are going to finish up a series on not telling our life from one chapter. We've talked about trauma. We've talked about pain. We've talked about the general concept. Today we're going to talk about not getting stuck in one chapter of a good thing, of three questions that we can ask ourselves that will help us propel our way into growth every day, every week, every month, every year. Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back. Today we are going to finish the series called Don't Live Your Life by One Chapter. Uh, We are about to roll into the Memorial Day weekend. This is actually my second time recording this episode. For some reason, there was a loss of quality of the sound, and I was not able to get it up on the day that it was supposed to go up. I know many of my listeners, you know, like you typically do with podcasts, are what we would call down-the-road listeners, so they don't actually listen on the day it goes out. Uh, But if some of you are, and you very kindly and graciously reached out to me like, hey, where's the episode? Uh, That's what happened. Um, It was recorded. It was ready to go. And when I went to put it up, it wasn't there. And in order to save space on my computer, I don't keep everything uh, too long. Normally, I keep an episode for about four weeks after it goes up. And somehow, uh, this week's episode got caught up in the... Uh, purging of the files, and so it didn't go up. And and if, you, if you're not sure where we're at, I'd encourage you to go back two episodes and start there. Uh, we're talking about the idea of not living your life by one chapter. We started out with live a missable life. In other words, live a life that, that, that people will miss when you're gone, uh, that, that people will miss, not just, you know, for your humor or, or for those things, but for important things like you, you you did things for other people. Live out of generosity in, in some level of your circles. And then we talked about not living out of your trauma. One of the things that I think happens often is people get get stuck in living in their trauma. They are, they are caught in the cycle of repeating their own trauma because they're caught in that distress. And so as they're caught in that distress... They, they begin to make decisions and they get caught up kind of living a repeat of the trauma. And so we want to avoid that. Today, we're going to talk about don't get caught up in living your life by one chapter of success. And then next week, we're going to move on to a new topic. So let's go ahead and just kind of kick this idea off of what does it mean to get stuck living a chapter of your life that's good? And, and this could be a, a lot of different things. There, there are obviously literary tropes and cliches that, that talk about this, right? I was just listening to a song, I think it's called Half My Town, it was on the radio and about how Half My Town is still talking about the touchdown pass from 30 years ago uh, that won the state championship, etc. And, and I think we all know about those types of positive things. But honestly, when I think about this, I think about it in more, uh, a more of a broad sense term, if you will. And that broader term is, you know, people will get stuck uh, in raising kids. They will, they will enjoy the parenting experience so much that they actively work against their child growing up. Or they, they have so much fear about their child growing up 
uh, and they know that they can protect them or they believe that they can protect them as children, that they again work against their par- their children growing up. Uh, this would be the helicopter parent, the, the canal parent, the lawnmower parent. And, and, you know, a lot of times we tend to think that that only comes from a bad place, and sometimes it does, but many times it comes from people, they enjoy that aspect of parenting, they enjoy that aspect of, of child rearing, and it, it leaves them and their children in a bad place because they're stuck in a chapter that, that was never meant to be the whole book. Uh, or, or you might see this, I've seen this quite a bit, to be honest with you, uh, with clients who are very good at school, but when they get out into the real world of employment for whatever they went to school for, it's not what they thought it was. And in part, it's often because they're living, they're searching for this level of uh, of of satisfaction that they got in schoolwork. And, and it doesn't come, and, and they're stuck in that chapter of school. And so they'll go back to school many, many times uh, as people age, pursue, re-pursuing their youth. And I'm not talking about this 100% zero, but, you know, playing sports, uh, softball leagues, hard baseball le- or hard bat baseball leagues, volleyball leagues. They're, they're constantly trying to relive this excited experience. It's one of the ways, that, one of the reasons, and I know I'm not here to talk politics, but I, I hear all the time, well, marijuana isn't addictive. It, you know, people should just use it. I do see people get stuck, though, in the chapter of they just smoke. They don't work. They just want to sit on their couch and smoke. And that number is bigger than almost all of my pro pot friends are willing to admit, just based purely on the people that have gone through my doors over the years. And, and so there's these positive experiences that people get stuck in, and they start telling their life with one chapter of the positive experience as opposed to constantly pushing themselves to grow, to change, to enjoy the memory of the, 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 the positive experience or the positive state of being or the positive position of life, but not to be caught in, the, in, in just trying to relive it and thereby not actually living in the present moment of what they're in. And there are obviously some psychological reasons for this. You know, if, if you have something that was positive, that you experienced, that you felt, you want to relive it because you want to, you know, re-experience those uh, emotions. You want to re-experience those feelings. You want the, the happiness that came with those feelings. Also, the idea of, of moving from that can actually be anxiety-inducing for people because they... They, they realize they may not experience them and they might instead experience loss. They might instead experience distress. They might instead experience some level of, of pain. And, and the positive experience that they're living through, even if there's pain associated with it, they have assimilated that pain to their life. And so the idea of a new potential pain will create a barrier, a reason to stop, and they continue to live in the cycle of reliving the, the, the positive experience. And so what we want to do to get out of this is we want to make sure that we are intentional about, about progressing, about moving forward, about chasing more, uh, chasing more things. And, and sometimes when I talk about this with people, like, well, don't we want to be content? And I always say, yeah, because yes, because those are not mutually exclusive. You can both be content 
and be seeking to improve. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I'm going to say it today. I'm going to say it in the future. You can be doing your best and still need to do better. And similarly, you can be content with where you are and pursuing more and pursuing doing better and pursuing doing more uh, more things to improve, running more risk, searching and seeking for meaning. If you don't want to get stuck in a positive chapter alone, you're going to have to chase meaning and you're going to have to assimilate the reality that there is a difference between failing and being a failure. There is a difference between having pain and being pained all the time. And, and as you pursue growth, you're going to have to change. And we, one of the things that we can accept is that all change is loss and all loss should be grieved. And so, you know, I, I love to study companies. There's a lot of companies who are very successful. At one point, they were in the pinnacle of their industry and they lost their way because they never adjusted. They found this sweet spot that they excelled in, that they succeeded in, and it lulled them into just working to keep that sweet spot available. And you see this a lot with retail stores. They did not adjust to the last 20 years and they have struggled. They have gone out of business. They weren't able to adjust how they uh, brought, delivered a product. I went into a well-known retail store looking to buy jeans one time and it was terrible customer service. And that was the last time I was just like, I'm just done with the terrible customer service. When I can get online, I can order them. They can be shipped to me. And people are like, how can you do that? Because the world changes. And, you know, with some of them, uh, my dad worked for Mr. Donut, a company that probably many of you have never heard of. Uh, but at one time was at the pinnacle of the donut business. And Dunkin' Donuts was not going to affect them. And then Dunkin' Donuts was at the pinnacle. And then they've been affected and they've had their financial troubles. And, and we see this with companies, but the reality is we see it with humans too. You know, right? we, we see 60-year-olds reliving this moment when they were 20. And what we want to do is we want to avoid that. We want to remember that moment when we're 20 and we want it to be a, a part of our story. We want it to be that chapter, but then we want to add chapters to it. And, and the reality is we have to do that intentionally. Intentionality wins. So the first thing we do to not live in our positive moments, to not tell our life with one story, uh, one chapter in the positives, is that we pursue growth intentionally every day. And, and so I will often ask clients, what did, what did you do in the last seven days to move yourself towards the goals that you have? What did you do today? When you go to bed tonight, what are you doing to move yourself toward your goal that you're pursuing? What are you doing uh, to move yourself toward, toward outcomes that you want? One of the best years of my life was 2012. My wife and I had a situation that was officially resolved that year like a big life situation that was external from us but was affecting us and we were able to resolve it. My son was born. It was just a great year. And I, I look back on that year fondly when I read my journal. But it's 2021. If I'm still trying to relive 2012, I'm not only hurting myself and stunting my own growth, I'm hurting my family's growth. I'm stunting their growth. So what are you doing? What are you doing to intentionally pursue new opportunities for growth and to experience other exciting chapters of your life? That's a question we all have to answer. What are we doing 
to pursue the potential of other exciting chapters in our life. The, the built-in expectation is that I might fail. It might not work. I remember when we moved here uh, in, man, a while ago now, 15, 16 years ago, I remember writing a, a, a blog post about how we were making the move and there were people that thought I was crazy, that I shouldn't do it, that I should play it safer. And, and because I could fail, and I remember saying, I know I could fail, but we have to do it. And the first year was great. The second year, things all fell apart. I lost my job. We almost lost our house. And, and it would take years to kind of sort out some of those things. And so there's that delicate balance of I could be stuck living in the hard times or I could be stuck living in the good times of when it all got resolved. And in reality, I have to spend today with the intention of growing. I have to spend today with the intention of, of creating and writing new chapters with, with the realization that some of those chapters are going to be hard. Some of those chapters are going to have difficult passages. And so I have to, the, the question I start with is, what am I doing today to grow? What am I doing today to move myself forward? What am I doing today that is causing me to create an opportunity for growth in my own story? And a very helpful way that I've found to look at this is, what are my rhythms? Because I'm probably not going to hit it every day. But I do make sure that I have time every day to read. That I have time every day to read specific books. Because I could probably get lost in just reading fiction. There's nothing wrong with that. It just doesn't move me towards growth uh, quite in the same way that reading books about leadership or biographies or about how to uh, better live my life, how those books help me. And so having that, that interaction is important for me. So I make that a rhythm of my life. Uh, what risk have you taken? Here's question number two. What risk are you taking to write new chapters? What risk are you taking to move yourself forward? Are you doing anything that scares you a little bit? If you're not, you're probably not writing new chapters. And maybe you're like, well, Joe, I just want to write a, a safe book. Y you can, but most of the time, meaning doesn't come well from that. That's probably a grammatically poor sentence. But doing a podcast is terrifying. Writing a book is terrifying. Now, you don't have to do terrifying things if you don't want to, but what are you doing that is risky. What are the risks that you are engaging? Are you avoiding relationships at all costs? Are you only staying in relationships that are that you know are happy and satisfying? Uh, just recently, uh, I, I someone reached out to me. I haven't talked to in, in forever, and we talked. Uh, I had someone reach out to me. It, it kind of ended badly, and we talked. I, I reached out to someone else who it, it kind of ended badly. There's risk there, and I don't know. I, you, you don't know how the person's going to respond. But what are you doing that is fostering some level of risk as a rhythm of your life? Because without risk, you're probably not going to move the story chapter very much. And then the last question that we need to run out is, what are you doing for other people? I think these three questions, there's probably a lot of questions that we could build into how do we grow. But what are you doing that is others-focused? Oftentimes when we get stuck in a certain chapter, it's because we're focused on ourselves. We've talked about how, how we can get focused on our own safety, our own, our own, uh, our own trauma, our own pain. But in, in this portion, when we get stuck in a good chapter, we can get stuck in our own ecstasy 
And we don't want to risk reaching out to other people or, or reaching out to, towards other people because it creates the possibility that we'll be in pain. So we focus on ourselves. And you'll hear this a lot. I just need to be more selfish. I just think that's hogwash. Uh, well, you just need to do what's best for you. Maybe, maybe you need to do what's best for you, or maybe you need to do something that isn't quite best for you, but it is good for someone else. And in being good for someone else, it's good for you. Maybe not everything you have to do is best. Maybe it's good. And so what are you doing in the rhythm of your life that is others-focused, that is others-oriented, that, that reaches out to other people, that does things for other people that don't have anything to give back to you? What are you doing for other people that may well bring you pain? We have, we, we, here's one of the reasons that I think we see people get stuck in this, this, this chapter of good things and success I think one of the reasons is because we've elevated this idea of pain-free living to be the ultimate goal, to be the highest goal, to be the highest end. And so if we do something that's uncomfortable, that brings pain, we don't want to do it unless, like, like there is a whole movement of exercise, right? And and they're, they're probably seeking to answer some questions in their life through exercise, and we've talked about that in the past. Uh, We'll probably talk about it in the future again, right? There's this, you know, I'm, I'm going to answer my, my own deeper questions through exercise, and I'm okay with pain there. But what about life? What about your life is oriented towards other people? What about your life is focused on other people? What parts of your life is, is focused on doing things for other people, on being kind to other people? Because that will move your life forward. That will facilitate growth in your life. That will move your life to be one that doesn't get stuck in one chapter. And you might notice that doing something for other people comes after what are you doing that's risky because doing something for other people is risky. Right? Being generous is risky because you could be misinterpreted. Your motives could be misinterpreted. People will criticize you. People will, will, will just say mean things that aren't true. And, and you can spend your time defending that or you can keep moving. What are you doing to, to impact your world? Not the whole world. You could do the whole world if you want, but start with your world, with yourself. What are you doing to impact your own world for growth? What are you doing to, to, to move your own growth that involves risk and that's for other people? How much of a rhythm of your life does that take in? do those three things take in? Excuse me. How much of a rhythm of your life are those three things a part of? Or is the rhythm of your life more self-centric, more risk-free, and more static, less growth? If you want to tell a complete story with your life, you can't get stuck in the, in the trauma. You can't get stuck in the negative. You also cannot get stuck in the positive. And to make sure that you're not you have to constantly be growing. You have to constantly be taking some risk. And you should be, you have to be constantly others focused in some rhythm of life, in some aspect of the rhythms of your life. All right, so this concludes this series. I hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, next week, we'll kick off with a new topic and we will move forward because that is the way that we all grow. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.